0: Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another Cardinals Update podcast presented by me, Jesus, or Duke, whatever you want to call me. And yeah, let's get straight into it. So, Kyler is back. Um, that was the first thing Jonathan Gannon said when he got to his presser on Monday. He said that Kyler will be activated this week and that he's going to be the QB1, taking QB1 snaps with the first team offense. And if all goes well, he'll be playing on Sunday. He'll be starting on Sunday. And yeah, that's typically what everyone was expecting. I mean, if you guys have been listening to the past couple of podcasts, you know, if you're kind of he up and down back and forth about you know will Kyler play against the Ravens will he play against the Browns um we've been here discussing those situations and for the most part everything was planned for him to start week 10 against the Falcons and that's how that's what Gannon and Monty, that's what both of them you know kind of had their initial timeline set as and they stuck to it you know even though Kyler has looked great in practice and you know he's tearing up the first team defense you know he's just looking great he's looking like a franchise quarterback you know the ball is jumping from his hands you know he's throwing ropes. just everything look is looking great from a quarterback standpoint but they kind of were able to stick to their plan and just you know see the, the long-term uh, value of him sticking to the plan that they initially created so yeah all of that is great and you hope to see obviously you're going to see better quarterback play but you hope to see on sunday just kyler look like the kyler murray of old and kyler murray of past you know hopefully you do we do end up seeing some practice footage from the team if they're able to release it or if they do capture something you know to to kind of get us hyped up for sunday especially it being a home game i think they'll probably put something out just you know for the fans to get excited and hopefully people come and show up for kyler's first game back but, um, yeah, seeing how he how he works in the offense is going to be interesting to see. Um, seeing how offense coordinator Drew Petzing see how he sort of calls the game plan differently with Kyler Murray than what he did with um, Clayton Toon or than what he did with Josh Dobbs. I think it'll be somewhat, you know, in the beginning, I think it'll be somewhat similar to what Josh Dobbs did. And I, I think that'll be good because, you know, there's a lot of play action, a lot of, you know, running the ball 20, 30 times a game and just seeing those those situations where Kyler doesn't have to be the hero in the game, especially in his first game back, I think would be great. And just having him be out there, you know, kind of make some layup throws, some underneath stuff, and then obviously you want Kyler to, to you know, have those big plays, you know, just two or three times a game and just leave the game being comfortable about himself and the offense and just having a positive outlook on the game. I'm not too concerned about a win or a loss this week. Um, that's just my personal opinion. I just want to see how he looks within the offense. You know, taking snaps from under center, you know, being hopefully James Conner does come back. We'll talk about that, you know, a little bit later with what Gannon said. But hopefully you get some people back. You get Michael Wilson back. You get the O line fortified. And just him playing well within this offense. It will just give tremendous um, relief to everyone just around the team for Gannon and for Monty. You know, if he does play well these next couple of games and at the end of the season, you're like, well, you know, maybe he only won a handful, a couple of games, but, you know, he did look well and he was progressing, getting better in each and every game. And you could just see, you could see like the structure of the offense with Kyler Murray and you could see sort of how he progresses throughout the weeks. And you're saying, hey, you know, if you just have a full season with with this coaching staff, with this um, team, with this offensive line, and with these receivers, you know, getting that timing down, getting the connection down. And, you know, you you add someone in the draft like a – Marvin Harrison Jr. Or you maybe add someone like a Joe All or another o- offensive lineman, the 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 guy from Penn State. You know, if you add pieces like that on the offensive side of the ball, maybe like I said, the receiver or in later in the draft. You know, you add the center from Georgia. You know, I think the Cardinals. I know the Cardinals are really high on him. You know, he's probably a third or 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 fourth round uh, prospect, but you know they're really high on him. They'll probably. I mean, if you guys clip this and you guys if we're back in or we're down in april and draft season and i wouldn't be surprised if the cardinals do draft that van pran I, I think his name is you know the center from georgia if they do draft them in the second or third round you know i think that's someone that they're really high on that they'll go and take a look at but anyways you know just having that confidence at the end of this season and so it could just help you at the beginning of next season and just being like hey you know this is a team that could be a, a playoff contender within the N- NFC. I mean, the NFC is really weak as it is right now. I mean, you have the top contenders like the 49ers, you have the Eagles, the Cowboys that are up there, you know, the Seahawks are always going to be somewhere around there. And then if McVay is still here, you know, in the NFC West, you know, you do have all these guys in NFC West that are always, you know, great coaches they are always going to squeak out a couple of winches because, of their coaching pedigree but you know if you have someone like Kyler which in my opinion he's the best quarterback in the NFC West you know if you have him I think you're automatically should have playoff hopes and if not you you know depending on how the offseason goes who you sign on defense on offense and stuff like that you do have a legitimate chance of you know you know getting a getting a win or two in in the playoffs and just building off of that for years to come I think would be great to see so yeah, definitely great news having Kyler back and him just being around the team, being around the offense, I think, will give everyone, not just on the offensive side, but the defensive t- side too, you know, giving everyone sort of a new pep in their step and just giving it's, – it's sort of like – Like a like a new season season is starting because you know you have Kyler back you know what happened in the first eight nine weeks of the season doesn't really matter right now obviously you you have a one and eight record and or a one and nine record and you know you're gonna go into week ten and you're gonna hopefully try and get a better record but I mean right now is just a good feeling because this season, you already knew coming into the season, it wasn't gonna be a great season to begin with, because, you know, like Kyler Murray, you don't you don't know if he was gonna be gone for those first four weeks of the first half. You know, some people believe he was gonna be gone for the whole season and just having a new quarterback come in two, three weeks before the season started, like you knew it was gonna be a grind, but you know, being here now, now that Kyler's back, you know, you just have a, a new hope for this team and you have a new you know kind of belief and a, and a relief that you're, you're going to see good quarterback play you're going to see Michael Wilson be getting those balls you know instead of the balls being thrown over his head or thrown, you know behind him or in front of him they're going to be on the money on his chest same thing with Hollywood, Hollywood Brown um He's going to be getting those those deep balls, and he's going to be able to have catchable passes when he's you know burning a few DBs down the field, and you, you, the connection that he has with Kyler already, you know, having played with him for a few years in college, and then a few years uh, last year here in Arizona, I think their their connection is going to just automatically be great. I think you know obviously they're going to be knocking some rust off just because you haven't played live game action. I mean, for Kyler Murray, he hasn't played live game action football in almost a year. I think it's been like 300. I saw something where it was like 300. If he does play on Sunday, it'll be 335 days since his injury on December 12th, which is just under a, just under a month before he hits like the one year mark. So just him not playing football for the whole time. I think, you know, for the first quarter, it'll be kind of knocking some rust off. I think it, it'll be sort of eerily similar to how his rookie game was against the Lions, you know, I don't know if you guys remember that back then, you know, the first quarter, the first quarter and a half, the first half, actually, it was a lot of just him getting acclimated to the speed of the game and just being present and just being able to make those throws you know he was he was trying to you know run outside the pocket but some of the defensive ends were pretty quick on that Lions defense back then and you know just him trying to make plays trying to throw the ball deep you know just wasn't really there he was overthrowing it he was throwing a little bit to the side but then when he did come back from halftime he looked you know more settled in and he was just dotting the Lions up and they almost came back to win it, you know, it ended in a tie, but, you know, it was a really fun game that second half. I think it would be something sort of similar. I think the first quarter would be, you know, just kind of getting used to everything, you know, hopefully, you know, not, not, not saying it in a bad way, but hopefully he does get hit. hit. I mean, it's going to sound bad the way I'm saying it, but hopefully he gets hit early. Just so, you know, you know, coming back from an injury, you do, you know, that first hit, you know, it, it's always going to be in the back of your mind, especially for a quarterback. You know, you, you want to stay clean. You obviously don't want to get hit. You don't want to get sacked. But, you know, once, you know, as a skill player, you know, once you're coming back from injury, that first hit, you're like, okay, my body feels good. You know, my knee feels great. You know, my back feels great. But, you know, after that first hit, you're like, all right, cool. You know, everything's back to normal. You know, I I, I got the first hit, you know, out of my mind. So let's you know, just forget everything that happened and let's go finish playing this game. So, you know, hopefully he, he gets that out of the way quickly. So, you know, he plays the rest of the game just just more, more calm and not sort of tensed up, you know, kind of expecting that first hit or that first sack if he does scramble out, out of the pocket. So... Yeah, that's sort of what happened with Kyler. Um, with Gannon's presser on Wednesday, he did talk about a few of the injuries. So, Will Hernandez, uh, DJ Humphries, they both left a game with... I I tweeted out yesterday with leg injuries. You know, they didn't really go into specifics for this game, but are uh, on the presser yesterday. So, I was able to find out that Will Hernandez sort of had a knee injury. You know, we'll see how that goes. Um, if it's really severe, if it's sort of like a tweak, you know, what... Happened with him with DJ Humphreys. It was more of an ankle injury, so we'll see. You know, same thing for both of them. Um, Gannon said that th- they're sorting through it right now, and they both got a little nicked up, but we'll see how the week goes. So, with Gannon in press conferences before, you never really s- understood, you know, what that means. You know, right now, you don't know if they're just going to take it light this week, and then they'll play Sunday. You don't know if they're going to be on IR tomorrow. So that's sort of like the same thing he said with James Conner a month ago where, you know, he's, Oh, you know, James Conner was nicked up on his knee, but you know, we'll see how it goes and we'll value him throughout the week. And the next day they put him on IR. So we'll see how that goes. And hopefully, You know they're back just because Will Hernandez he's been our best offensive lineman this whole season and dating even dating back to last season he's been one of our best offensive linemen and just having having him there in the interior of of the offensive line is going to be key for Kyler Murray just because as we've seen in years past you know going against the Aaron Donalds going against um, San Francisco's front going against Seattle's front you know a lot of the time. Whenever Kyler is playing and he does get pressure up the middle, kind of pressure in his face, I mean him obviously with all quarterbacks if you get pressure you know it's going to be more difficult for them but especially for Kyler, you know getting that pressure up front it really hurts him in a lot of the ways. Um, I remember in that in that Rams playoff game, you know, Aaron Donovan was just on a tear, you know, he was just going through every single offensive lineman in the interior from left guard, center, right guard, you know, him going back and forth, even getting double teamed um, by the center and the guard, and him, he was just able to go through it and just create that pressure up front, which had Kyler Murray trying to scramble to the sidelines, but the edges defenders were, you know, they were very, just in their blocks, and they are just ready, just staying there, waiting for him to get to them, but having that interior pressure hopefully you know you get Will Hernandez back so that isn't a problem but if he isn't back for Sunday's game you have to watch and see who's at right guard for them um with DJ Humphreys, he's been bad just to put it lightly he's been bad this whole season um he's had a few good plays a few good games here and there but for the most part he's been just a liability on that left side um obviously with him being left tackle and then that left guard spot being sort of a turnstile this season you know you're down to your third offensive lineman on that side and just you know him not having someone consistent with him on on that guard spot with him on the left side could be a reason why he hasn't been playing great this season but I think you know for most of the time you know getting those those edge blocks he just wasn't been he just hasn't been able to set the edge and he hasn't been able to protect it you know no matter who's he, he's gone against i mean we've gone against some pretty good fronts you know that washington front um giants front is really good uh the 49ers front is great the ravens the the um the cowboys the bangles you know we've gone against some pretty you know better than average defensive lines and you know he just hasn't been able to go up to task of blocking them you know a lot of times with Dune with I mean with Toon my bad with Josh Dobbs and Clayton Toon um most of the time with them you know they were running just because you get pressure off your blind side off your backside, and you know that just especially for Clayton Toon that wasn't great for him last game and then for Josh Dobbs I think that really hindered him a lot um so yeah both of them we'll see how they go Michael Wilson, he hurt his shoulder against the Ravens, so hopefully he's back this week. He didn't practice at all last week. Yeah, um, for Wednesday, Thursdays, and Friday, you know, Friday's quick practice, he wasn't, he didn't participate. So hopefully he he'll probably come back limited tomorrow on Wednesday on their first practice back, and then hopefully he is he is he is able to log in a full practice this week. Um. Just seeing him out there and, you know, a lot of us want to see him with Kyler Murray. So just having the full offensive arsenal out there would just be great to see. I think it'll be really helpful for Michael Wilson's development. You know, having that quarterback that's able to put the ball, you know, if he's running a dig or he's running an out, you know, just having him be able to put the ball, you know, on his chest or maybe a little bit in front of him so he could catch it in stride and just get those yak abilities instead of you know a lot of times with Josh Dobbs you know he'd run a, cor- a curl and then Josh Dobbs would throw it a little bit high you know Michael Wilson he's six two, so I mean he's able to go up and get it and you know but that doesn't really help at, at that point if he's going up you know, a couple feet in the air just trying to catch the ball and he doesn't have the chance to you know secure the ball you know kind of take it up field for a couple of yards you know he just catches it and just gets tackled and just that's pretty much it he was just a well I think with Josh Dobbs he was more of like a one-trick pony where he just goes up and catches a ball you know gets down and just, that's pretty much it um we already touched on James Connor you know hopefully you know he's feeling great um Gannon said that he's doing well too you know he'll he'll ramp up and. He'll see how it goes. You know, hopefully, we'll get him out there too. I think he'll be activated on Wednesday. You know, last week he was sort of questioned about Dobbs too, and he said that Dobbs. You know, I mean, not Dobbs, my bad. James Connor. He said that Connor has looked great. You know, just being on IR. You know, coming back. You know, working with the trainers, and he just looked good throughout his time on IR. And I think he'll get. We'll get him back this week. Same thing with James Connor. So if like with the offensive line, if Will Hernandez is out and you kind of shuffle around the offensive line, that'll hurt James Conner too. Obviously he's a bigger back, so he's able to kind of run downhill a little bit easier instead of just having Mercado out there. You know, he's a little bit smaller, but just having those rush lanes for James Conner, I think will just relieve some pressure off of Kyler Murray, you know, coming back in that first game. And if he's able um, if he is if he's able to get a few yards on first down and just give Kyler Murray a chance, you know, maybe to work off play action or just, you know, hit a shot deep or something like that. I think that would be great just for the offense as a whole and obviously helping the defense. So they'll have more time resting instead of being out on the field the whole time. Um, Gannon also, you know, just talking about Kyler mainly in in his press conference yesterday so he said Kyler is more of a lead by example guy a type of guy so Gannon was asked about you know what kind of leadership has Kyler Murray shown throughout this whole offseason and of him being on IR you know obviously him not being out in the field because he was on IR you know kind of sets a different a different standard of leadership for him because you know as we've heard in the past you know he's had questions about um his leadership so Kyler Murray was questioned about his leadership dating back into it until his rookie year and you know everyone said pretty much the same thing like he's more of a quiet guy and you know obviously you you know when you when he gets more comfortable with you, he'll go ahead and, you know, he'll talk to you a little bit more. And once he gets comfortable with the team around him, especially in the beginning of his time in Arizona, you know, he was more just keep to himself more quiet. But as the years came, progress and he's got more comfortable with the coaching staff and with the players around him, he's been more of a vocal leader. But, yeah, that's what Gannon said, that he's more of a lead by example type of guy. And in this time that he hasn't been on the field he's been practicing being more of the vocal leader you know just trying to understand the teammates around him without being on the field with him so you know in the team meetings you know before practice after practice you know being in the in the training room in the weight room and just being just around the facility the whole time I think is something that kind of gave Kyler Murray a new perspective you know with him being out so you know I I do believe Kyler Murray is going to come back with more of a better leadership. I mean, yeah, he's gotten older, too. So when he got into the league, he was 23, 24 years old. And he's just a young guy, you know, trying to acclimate himself in the league. But, you know, now he's 26, I believe. And, you know, just being older, you know, that comes with just, you know, understanding how different people take criticism and just him kind of, being dragged for the past year and a half two years you know ever since that that rams playoff game you know it's been nothing but i think just criticism about him you know good or bad you know valid or not but he you know throughout you know he had a bad playoff game the contract stuff came out and then the um the homer clause came out and then just him getting clowned in the beginning has been about his height but then the call of duty stuff came in and then him you know with Kingsbury kind of having that back and forth on, I think it was a Thursday night football game, and him just sort of being frustrated with, with Cliff Kingsbury. And then at the end, you know, just a lot of bad things came out where it was like, oh, you know, he used um, QB Coach as sort of like the in between man. You know, he wouldn't really talk to Kingsbury all that often. So just a lot of bad things have been happening these past couple of years with Kyler Murray. And I think, you know, he's taken it, you know, he hasn't really said much. And he's just taking the criticism and hopefully he just comes out, you know, better afterwards. And Petsing, he did talk about a few things, you know, obviously with Drew Petsing, I think the main thing he has to do is just change up the, the play calling and just get um, just better uh, calls out there, better plays out there for Kyler Murray. It's going to be different how he was with Josh Dobbs, how he was with Clayton Toon last week and how he is with um, Kyler Murray this week um i think he has to step up in his play calling you know last game he didn't help to it at all i mean obviously last game was just horrible all around on the offensive side and i think that'll just you know it was part of the play calling part of the offensive line not holding up part of you know playing a great defense and having and then part having a rookie quarterback starting his first game on the road so just it was just a mixture of just everything bad that you can have, you know, if you were to talk to someone and be like, you yeah, like, what's a bad, you know, situation for someone to come on, you know, on the road against a great defense, against one of the defensive player of the years, rookie quarterback, offensive line, just falling down, you know, hurting, getting injured, and the play calling not helping you, you know, that's a recipe for disaster. That's not going to help you no matter who you are. If you got Tom Brady or you got Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes out there, you know, no one's gonna be able to succeed in that type of an environment so I think the pay, play calling obviously will be different with Kyler Murray and I hope it's nothing like how we've seen years before where it was you know Kyler go out and save us I hope is more of like play action more of the run game having like I said Kyler Murray get a few layups here and there and then just hitting him play action off a of deep you know obviously it's it's easier said than done but I think you know having James Conner back and then having that threat with James Conner and also with Kyler Murray rushing I think it'll work out great you know we'll see on Sunday how it how it goes but I think Drew Petsing ultimately you know he said he wants to maximize Kyler's ability and you know he was sort of questioned about like the QB sneak you know Gannon comes from Philadelphia and you know they have they have done ran the QB sneak a few times with Toon and with Dobbs. So, you know, he asked, you know, Kyler coming back from an injury, like, do you not call that on short yardage situations on fourth and one? Or do you sort of call it, or are you caution? you know, what do you do in those situations? And Petsing, you know, kind of echoed what Gannon has been saying that if Kyler's out there, he's 100% healthy and they're not going to be hindered on what he's, on what they're calling or what kind of plays they want to run. Because that's why sort of, they've been waiting this whole time is because since Kyler, you know, he's coming back from an injury, I think honestly he probably could have played, you know, week one. He's he I know Kyler was pushing for that for him to play week one. He probably could have played week five if they activated him off those first four weeks off of puff pup. But I think now he's like really one hundred percent healthy. I mean, even when you see videos of him throwing to practice squad people, you know, these past couple of weeks, he doesn't even have a sleeve or a brace or anything on that knee that he injured so I believe he's 100% healthy if they do get in those short yardage situations I think it'll be more of you know do we have the offensive line to sort of do that um, hopefully Froholt is there in the middle but you don't know who you're going to have at left guard you know maybe it's Dennis Daly hopefully you get Tristan Colon back you don't know if Will Hernandez on the right side is going to be there so a lot of questions on the offensive line I think will stop will we'll stop petting you know maybe calling those short yard situations more often maybe stop calling those um not stop but kind of him just taking a break off of the qb sneaks so that's something that to keep an eye out on and then with nick rallis you know he also talked about um the off the the cardinals defense going against uh the falcons offense you know he had a lot of praise for taylor heineke you know if he does start and then he also had a lot of praise for Bijan robinson you know you know just having a lot of playmakers on that falcons offense is going to be difficult for him to game plan against and so i think that'll just be uh just him just teaching the offense and uh, teaching the defense i mean and just him um i don't think he has anything to sort of improve on obviously they, they improve on a lot of things every day but i think you know just having players coming back healthy. I know last week um, Kevin Strong came back and he also had uh, Chris Barnes out there. So just having all of them just come back on the offense and just, I mean, on the defense, sorry, and just, you know, having his full arsenal out there. Hopefully we see a little bit of Keetra Clark. You know, he's been a healthy scratch these past couple of weeks. So hopefully having him out there, I think will be great and just helps sort of have a rotation on that on the uh, defensive back side of the room so yeah that's pretty much everything that that they talked about you know on the presser and with Kyler coming back and just hopefully you know we'll see how practice goes this week you know I'll hopefully get another video uh, another podcast out there you know just talking about the injury report this week and talking about you know you know who hopefully practiced this week you know maybe some people didn't practice maybe some people might get put on ir just because you know with gannon a lot of times when he says oh you know he got nicked up oh well we'll see how the week goes you know you never know if he'll be put on ir and that's sort of what gannon likes you know he likes sort of keeping not us as fans, I think, you know, on edge, but just the other team, the opponent that he's playing, you know, just having them question, you know, is this guy going to play? Is this guy not going to play? You know, how does he look? So just having them game plan plan against us, I think that's why he's sort of in in, in the gray area with talking about these injuries. Um, Yeah, so that's basically it. You know, thank you guys for listening to another podcast. I do appreciate it. If you guys don't mind, you know, sharing it, liking, downloading. Uh, I appreciate all of that. And yeah, talk to you guys hopefully on Thursday or Friday.